What's up? Welcome to 10 Facts About Today, March 6, 2020. We're going to learn 10 delicious facts about Oreos because today is National Oreo Day. We're going to learn how long it takes to make an Oreo, how many Oreos have been sold, and how the way you eat an Oreo says an awful lot about your personality. Here are 10 facts about Oreos that you didn't know that you didn't need to know. Number one, double stuff Oreos are a lie. They're actually 1.8 times more filled than a regular Oreo. And it's my assumption that that's probably why it's called double stuff and stuff is with one F. So that way they don't get sued. Um, yeah, yeah. so there was a guy that apparently, I think he was doing a school project, and uh, he was like a math teacher. And he's like, oh, I'm going to teach some of my kids a good example. Let's grab Oreos. Everybody loves those. And let's scrape them out and weigh them. So he started weighing them, and then it started a whole debacle on the Internet where everyone started freaking out. There's actually a couple people that even threatened a class action lawsuit <laughs> against it. There's a couple other companies that have gotten in trouble with lying about their products. One of which that I was reading about was Subway, which a lot of people probably remember that, but Subway got in trouble because their footlong subs aren't actually a footlong. They were like 11 point something, which they got in trouble for that. I heard the, who like gets home and measures a footlong sub and they're like pissed and then they go back and they're like, I don't want it anymore. It's not a footlong. I am a hundred percent the person that would better know. Um, that's insane, yeah. But also, I don't know how someone found this one, but McDonald's quarter pounders are quarter pound when they're frozen, but not when they're cooked. Jesus. How did someone figure that out? Like, I don't know. You'd have to be like an inside man to not realize that. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So number two, facts about Oreos. More than 123,000 tons of cream are made each year. And that comes out to 245 million pounds, which is insane. That's huge. Don't really have any other interesting facts other than that. That one's pretty crazy. <laughs> Can't really elaborate on that one. All right. So it takes 59 minutes to make an Oreo. Obviously, they're making a lot of them. But 59 minutes is still pretty crazy. I made cookies last night. And they cooked for nine minutes. Obviously, I didn't make the dough, but I doubt the dough would have taken 50 minutes to make. Maybe it would. I don't know. But that's pretty crazy. That's a lot longer than I would have expected. Yeah, that's so long. If you think about that, if you had to make Oreos yourself at home, and you're like, oh, let me just set aside 59 minutes to make this delicious cream-filled... Like, I don't think anybody would be eating Oreos. So I'm glad they're made in some factory with 123,000 pounds of cream. <laughs> I wonder if that's made at once. I actually watched a How It's Made on it and they do make for each batch they make a huge amount of dough in this big turning machine and they're adding all like the different there's two different kinds of cocoa that go in there's a bunch of sugar and then after they mix all that up then they put the leveling agent and that makes it big and then they they stamp out all the cookies at the same time on like a big roller with a stamp on it it's a pretty intricate process most of it is automated which was also kind of crazy they didn't put the, the ingredients in automatically, but after the ingredients were in, people took the ingredients out of the hopper, put it into like a bed, and it rolled it out, cut it, added the cream, put it all onto a conveyor belt, put it into 
the individual sleeves together and then it went through a machine and sealed it and people just picked it up and boxed it it was pretty crazy it's still manual for people picking it up and boxing it right like everything else they're like oh let's figure out how to do this but we'll still have people do the part where you pick it up and set it in a box that seems like the easiest part to automate they figured out all the auto every step of automation except the picking it up and putting it in the box all right so fact number four there have been studies that suggest that the sugar and fat contents in oreos make them as addictive as cocaine or other psychoactive drugs right yeah. i've heard that too that's wild you think about it, that's why we we go to Publix at 11 o'clock at night we sit outside and <laughs> grab a million packs of oreos yeah. or it's so hard to just eat one sleeve that's or one package right am i alone on that no for sure 100 percent. every time i get oreos i say i'm gonna eat four oreos and then i go back and i eat four more and i eat four more and Nine times out of ten, I eat the entire package, which is horrible. Don't you wish it working out worked like that? Like, I'm just going <laughs> to do four push-ups. I'm just, oh, no, I did a hundred. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish. So, this here's a fact about Oreos and art. So, there's this artist, Tissa Cherry, and she takes the golden Oreos and uses them as the media that she's painting on. And she uses toothpicks and old Oreo fillings from, like, novelty oreos that have come out back in the day and like you can get the like the red oreos around christmas time and the orange oreos around halloween she takes that filling and she makes little art pieces on the golden oreos she has an instagram account that you could check out and that's pretty cool that will be linked down in the show notes so some of the stuff that she's made you can look it up on pinterest but she's made everything from the wu-tang clan sign to a stormtrooper to portraits donuts Baby Yoda, Chewbacca. Uh, yeah, and all of it's done with just a toothpick and the cream filling. It's pretty cool. Most recently on her Instagram account, she did a portrait of SpongeBob that, all right, I'm a head out meme. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. You guys could check that out. All right, cool. So I'm going to take over from fact six. So the sixth fact about Oreos is that 500 billion Oreos have been sold to date. And to give you an idea, it's hard for our brain to wrap our heads around a number that big. That's enough Oreos to give every person in the world 66 cookies. So every person living today would get 66 cookies. Or it's enough cookies to wrap around the earth 381 times. Oh, which is insane. That's crazy. That's so many Oreos. All right, so fact number seven about Oreos. Oreos weren't the original cookie with cream in the middle. So this company called Hydrox was actually founded four years before and came to market with a cookie that looks exactly like the Oreo that we know and love today. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So I wonder why they didn't, I wonder why they didn't make it, this company Hydrox. I know exactly why they didn't make it, because I looked this one up as well. So Hydrox came out in 1908, and Nabisco, which was already a hugely popular brand, started Oreos in 1912 and they had way more of a budget, way more connections, way more pull as far as marketing goes. And it's just a matter of who has better marketing. That's why Oreo is so much bigger throughout the years. Hydrox has failed and gone away. And then it came back from a, is it called Keebler? Yeah. Like the Keebler elves. They bought Hydrox. Then they reformatted the way that the cookies were shaped to make them different than Oreos, even though they were the original. Wow. And then they dropped that completely. And then now there's a candy company 
that sells Hydrox cookies now, and you can actually buy them on Amazon today and get them in two days. So kind of interesting, kind of crazy, but yeah, they failed horribly because they were <laughs> beat out by the big guy. And also their name was Ter- Who came up with that name? Hail Hydrox. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Marvel film? Like Hail, Hail Hydra. All right. Okay, so fact number eight. Oreos are considered by a lot in the vegan community to be vegan. And I looked this up. On the company's website, they say that they're technically not vegan, only not because of the ingredients, but only because there could be a potential for cross-contamination in the factory that it's made with, with some milk. But everything that's inside of an Oreo is good to go. And that used to be, a, uh, I think, a pig lard. That okay. w- yeah. So there was a pig lard that was in it. And when they try to go kosher, which they are, they'd removed the pig lard from the ingredients, and that's what made them vegan. That's actually, I knew this one before we started this podcast, and I knew that because it's always my example to go to, where just because something's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. And there's a restaurant, a vegan restaurant in the mall locally in South Florida that we go to that's a vegetarian restaurant in the food court, and they have vegan fried Oreos. And I always thought that was funny because fried Oreos are just vegan by like by nature. And that's just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> yeah. It's true. All right. So, fact number 9. Oreos were originally sold by weight, not by the package. So for all of us people that have a very hard time just eating just one sleeve or, you know, not eating the entire package of Oreos, could you imagine going to a place and just being able to shovel as many Oreos as you wanted into whatever trash bag size, I'm assuming, container that you brought there. Yeah, we would weigh a lot more in America. We already weigh too much, and we would weigh a lot more. Whoever decided to switch it to the package was a, was a good individual. I can't speak for everyone, but I think I definitely would. I think now a pack of Oreos on average is $2.60. Back in those times, when you would get it, the same amount of Oreos would only cost $0.30. Cents. So that would also uh, lead to overeating Oreos, which I don't know if you actually can overeat Oreos because they're that delicious. They're one of the pillars in the food groups. All right, fact number 10. (laughs) So Kraft actually did a cool study with Oreos, and it's one of the only cookies and snacks where people, it's kind of interactive. Like some people twist, some people dunk, some people just eat it straight up. So Kraft ended up surveying 2,000 people and found out that Dunkers tend to be energetic, adventurous, and social, while twisters tend to be sensitive, emotional, and artistic, trendy people. And then people that just eat the Oreo without anything are kind of easygoing, self-confident, and optimistic. And they were able to show a correlation with that, which is almost like a personality test. And I would 100% sign up for that personality test. Question. How do you eat your Oreos? See, it depends. Like, sometimes I dunk them. But what I found is if I dunk them, I eat way more of them. Because it gets kind of soggy. It's easier to eat. And they just kind of, they go down easier. So I found out that if I eat them straight, like, just bite into them and eat them, I taste a lot more of the sugar. And I slow down because I realize, like, oh, my God, I'm eating a lot of sugar. I 100% dunk every single time. And I even have a special tool that helps me dunk. I take a fork <laughs> and I poke the prongs of the fork into the filling 
and it so it like kind of suction cups on there and holds, and I don't have to get my fingers wet, and I have full submersion. God forbid you get your fingers wet. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine getting my fingers wet, but not with milk. That's disgusting. <laughs> just want to make sure your fingers are nice and nice and dry, so you can grab Oreos faster, and none of them slip out of your hand. Exactly. I can just slide them down my gullet a little faster. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, but yeah, I'm a dunker always, hundred percent of the time, which means that I am energetic, adventurous, and social. Don't know if I agree with most of those. <laughs> yeah, does working out mean you have to be energetic? I'm not sure. All right, so do you have any good bonus facts? Because one of the ones I thought was interesting was there's 90 ridges around the edge of an Oreo. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones I liked a lot was I found out in China they didn't have like, the history that they have here. So when they tried to enter the Chinese market, no one understood the whole pastime of an Oreo. They're just kind of like, that's another cookie. You just eat it. Why should I eat that? So Oreo ended up making it shaped like a straw so that people realized, like, oh, you're supposed to put this in milk and drink milk through it so it'll sweeten your milk. And then they would eat the straw afterwards. So people started to realize it. And then they launched a campaign where younger kids showed them kind of the American way to eat an Oreo, which is to twist or to dip or whatever. And now they're pretty popular. They're the number one selling cookie in China as well and America. Yeah, it's really cool. Another fact that I thought was interesting was there was a study to see how long the perfect amount of time to dunk an Oreo was, me with... My, uh, my need to dunk, I thought it was interesting. So they were saying that if you dunk it for four seconds exactly, it gets maximum absorption without the risk of it getting soggy. So that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah. The next round is going to be the quiz round. So the hard thing about this is me and CJ have been researching Oreos for the past day. So it might, we're not sure. This is the first segment, so it might be very easy for us to, to guess these. But we're each going to ask each other five questions based on either Oreos or the fact that we learned. And we're going to go in order. So we're going to reiterate the fact and then ask the question. Uh, and whoever gets the most questions right, they're the winner. They're the Oreo king, if you will. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right, so I had the first fact, which was double stuff is a lie. Oreo has gone through a bunch of name changes in the past. Two of these are real. One of them is a lie. Let's see if you could find the lie. Oreo cream witch, Oreo biscuit, or Oreo chocolate sandwich cookie? Ooh, I want to say B, because I feel like a biscuit doesn't really describe it well, but I also, there's part of me that thinks it's a trick question. I'll go with it, though. I'll go with B, Oreo biscuit. So, Oreo... Biscuit is incorrect. Oh, Oreo cream witch was made up. It, Oreo cream sandwich was one of them. Oreo biscuit was one. And Oreo chocolate sandwich cookie is, I think, the technical name now. All right, so every year, 246 million pounds of cream is made. How many African elephants does it take to weigh the same amount? Is it 7,000, 11,000? or 18,000 African elephants to reach the same weight as the amount of cream they make each year for Oreos. I think an elephant weighs a little over a ton. How many tons did you say it was? 123,000 tons. Ooh, so... All right, I'm, I'm going to go with 18. 18,000, C. The answer is 
see 18,000. An elef- African elephant, on average, weighs seven tons, and a ton is 2,000 pounds. I swear to God, that right and wrong, because I both expose the fact that I don't know how much an elephant weighs, <laughs> but, but the multiple choice held me in that. <laughs> so, in my blabber about, about Oreos and dunking, I gave away my next fact, my next quiz question, so let's see if you listen, Brian. So, it takes 59 minutes to make an Oreo. How long do you soak an Oreo in milk for the maximum absorption without it getting soggy, according to Utah State University? I'm not giving you multiple choice because I already told you. See, I feel like I looked this one up, and I hope it was the same study because I found it as well. And I think it's three minutes. Three minutes to soak it without it getting soggy? Um, it is four seconds to get the... <laughs> <laughs> and I told you. Four seconds of soakage to get the maximum absorption without getting soggy. That's so funny because I think the optimal time to duck it. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Thirty. That no, that was way soggy. wrong. Yeah, because the problem is I like it soggy. I don't know what I'm talking about. Three minutes is so long. Like I want to make a video of me dunking an Oreo for three minutes and see what, what happens to it. Like I think it would just fall apart. <laughs> just start floating everywhere. Check out our show notes to a link to our website, which will have a video of us soaking an Oreo for three minutes. Rest in peace. All right, so sugar and fat contents made Oreos as addictive as cocaine. How much sugar do you think is in a pack of Oreos? First of all, I'm going to see if you can just guess this off the bat, and then I did the research off the back of an Oreo, so this is straight from Nabisco. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess there's a couple, there's probably like nine grams, I think, of sugar in each cookie, and then I have to figure out how many cookies there are in a sleeve. All right, so grams of sugar, right? I have to figure out how many grams of sugar are in there, or how many calories. How much is in it? I'm going by pounds. By pounds? How many? how many pounds of sugar is in a pack of Oreos? Okay, so how many pounds of sugar is in a pack of Oreos? That is a lot. A pound is a lot of sugar. So, weight-wise... Okay, all right. That it, <laughs> so, you're already off to a bad start. I'm just going to give you a heads up and say... Okay, hold on. Not all of them are of my predetermined answers are full pounds yeah no no i knew well because i don't think a pack of oreos even weighs a pound right yeah so i think it has to be yeah it doesn't i don't think so so a pack of oreos itself in total probably weighs less than a pound so sugar would be most of what's in there (laughs) so i feel like close to half a pound So my multiple choice answers are half a pound, one pound, or 300 pounds, or 300, (laughs) half a pound, one pound, or three pounds for a pack of Oreos. Um, I'm going to say half a pound. I'm going to go with what what I went with. In a pack of Oreos, there is 1,900 calories, and that is equal to one pound of sugar in a pack of Oreos. That's your standard 32-count Oreo. So my last question is about the artist that uses golden Oreos to make little pieces of art. When do you think golden Oreos were released? Was it 
1962, 1997, or 2004? I'm going to go with 2004. Any reasoning behind that answer? I feel like I remember them getting released. Unless, unless I was just not observant as a child. I feel like that was around the time where I was like, oh, they made an Oreo that's not black. Okay, cool. The answer is 2004. Oh, Perfect. So, Brian, you have a total of... <laughs> Zero you got one wrong, <laughs> one right, two wrong. <laughs> two. I got two points. Three wrong. Oh, so you got three wrong and two right. Three wrong and two right. Okay. So I just need to get three right, and I am the Oreo king. My first fact, fact number six, was that 500 billion Oreos have been sold. So, given that 500 billion Oreos have been sold, do you think that that could make it to the moon and back? So, 500 million Oreos have been sold which wraps around the earth 500 billion. 500 billion which wraps around the earth was it 330 times i say yes i say the answer is it can make it to the moon and back the answer is yes now Woo! can you get the sub answer how many times do you think it could make it there and back i'm gonna go with 3.3 times i'm gonna give you a multi-choice so three times 10 times 25 times or over 50 times? I'm going to go with three times. It's 58 times. Oh my God, that's <laughs> insane. I'm way off. Yeah, yeah, you could have Neil Armstrong and Buzz, Buzz Aldrin just walk to the moon and back on a bridge made of Oreos. That's 50. It would be, I think it was, it's 58 there and back, so it would be, yeah, 58 wide. That's wild. wild. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so you kind of got that like half a point. All right, so, all right. So, question number two has to do with Hydrox, the company with the amazing name that got beat out by the Oreo sandwich cookie. Given the fact that we know that Hydrox, you kind of alluded to that earlier, that Hydrox has been purchased and sold. When did they stop production first? Which decade? I'm gonna say Hydrox stopped production in the 1940s. Okay, so that's wrong. But I'll give you the multi-choice after that. So you could say 50s, 70s, 80s, or 90s. 50s. It's the 90s. Really? Yeah. That's insane. That's way sooner than, or way more recent than I thought it was. I was pretty surprised too, considering I'd never seen Hydrox ever. When I looked that up, I was like, wow. Yeah. All right, cool. Half a point. So, for all the vegans out there who are excited about eating Oreos, I figured, let's ask a question about other foods that are kind of accidentally vegan. So, not, not intentionally vegan, but you can eat them if you are. So, I'm going to read you five snack foods, and you tell me which one is accidentally vegan. All right. All right. All right. Number one, Domino Sugar. Number two, Lay's Potato Chips. Number three, Morningstar's frozen veggie patties. Number four, Minute Maid grapefruit juice. Okay. Three of those are not vegan. Are surprisingly not vegan. Surprisingly not vegan. So Domino's sugar, Lay's potato chips, Morningstar veggie patties, or Minute Maid grapefruit juice. Which one's vegan? I'm going with... I can see Minute Maid not being vegan because maybe they have honey or something in there. 
Domino sugar, again, there could be some sort of like bug issue or also honey, which can make that not vegan. Lay's potato chips, a lot of snacks have artificial cover coloring, which comes from sometimes beef. So those could be Morningstar is a vegetarian company, but they could use like some sort of egg to hold everything together. I'm going to go all of those, not all, most of those are not vegan. So I'm going to say that one's not vegan. I'm going to say Minute Maid's not vegan. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the potato chips are vegan. Boom. Nailed it. Yeah. Crush. How cool is that? We could just eat Lay's potato chips all day long. Most, from what I looked up, all the um, all the flavors are vegan. They're accidentally vegan, so they don't advertise it. But it seems like they don't use any animal byproducts in them. That's crazy. And we could eat them all the time anyway, because neither of us are vegan. But <laughs> and Domino Sugar has bone char. How gross is that, so dude? That's gross. Like, it's weird. Apparently, I. I mean, I guess they started calling it charcoal or something, but I, I don't know. Most of the websites I looked up said it was bone char. And then I think red food dyes, which might be what's in the, the grapefruit juice. There are a lot of red food dyes, which I think are made from be- certain beetles. Yeah. And that's another reason why some, I don't know if this is all of them, but some red velvet cake is not vegan or vegetarian even in that sense because it has bugs in them technically. All right. So question number four, let's go back to the original cost of Oreos. I mentioned that before you used to buy Oreos by weight instead of by package. So how much do you think a pound of Oreos cost in 1912? 30 cents. Okay. So no, but (laughs) I'm going to give you four options. 10 cents, 25 cents, 50 cents, or a dollar. I want to say 50 cents, um, but I'm going to say 10. It's 25. 25. 25 cents. You're so close so on your close. first guess. I feel like you need to get half a point for that. Yeah, because so I guess uh, like a, a pound of Oreos is a little bit less than a, than a pack. At least that's what I looked up. But based on what you said, there's a pound of sugar in it. So if there's a pound of sugar, but it's less than a pound, we're getting conflicting data. <laughs> Disregard my last fact about the 30 cents. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. This is good. We're going to get smarter. I mean, I yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so the personality study I mentioned earlier found a correlation for political preference as well, which I was kind of surprised about. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question about, it's not political, but which do you think Democrats prefer, to dunk or to twist? This, first of all, sounds extremely political and <laughs> more political than who you're voting for. <laughs> I think Democrats dunk. I did too, but Democrats twist. So, I, yeah, I was really surprised at that, but more Democrats preferred to twist and more Republicans prefer, preferred to dunk. So Actually, I read about this. I probably could have thought of that because I, I, re, I did some research recently and found out there are way more men, Republicans, than women. And I read that women are way more likely to twist than men. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense then. So we have two and two. So I guess we're the... Cookie Kings? Yeah, we know a lot about cookies. We literally researched for so long, but we got, we're going to have to figure out how to make these questions either way harder or way easier. Or just make the stakes higher so that way it forces us to want to make them harder. 
Yeah, like one of us has to dunk an Oreo for three minutes yeah. and figure out what to do for that. That's an eternity to dunk an Oreo. It's a lot. <laughs> so today we learned that not only is it National Oreo Day, but we learned that three minutes is way too long to dunk an Oreo. We learned that Hydrox is an absolutely abysmal name and, and surprisingly you can last for a very long time with that bad of a name. And we learned that sometimes the best cookies are a little too sweet. 